Welcome to Binge Minute, the only podcast in the world that we know of that goes to a movie minute by minute and reviews each minute in order to find the greatest minute of cinematic history. My name's Taylor. My name's Chris. And today we're continuing our journey through <gasps> Moon. This, this is, is minute, minute 65. 65. Now, uh, before we get in the minute, Chris. Yes. Yes. We, we live in a house. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yes, we do. What's, where's this going? Uh, sometimes things come into the house. Because we live near a forest. We live, uh, yes, we live next to a, next to like I wouldn't say a forest, but it's definitely a big bushy area. We haven't really ventured in, so I'm not sure how far it goes in. Mm. But we back onto a energy station. Yep. And I'm I'm convinced that it's a Hawkins. <laughs> I'm convinced, like if you've ever seen Stranger Things, there is definitely 13 floors under it, and there's monsters. There. They're doing some <laughs> weird shit there. It's true. Do you never get the heebie-jeebies. Ah, uh, sometimes I know they're doing construction there at the moment. So uh... I just feel like sometimes I'm lying in bed and I hear like an alien scream. <laughs> In pain, like I don't feel, I don't. I'm not scared of the alien. I'm scared of whatever's hurting the alien. And what does that sound like? <laughs> I'm an alien. Oh, wow. Help me. <laughs> so, yeah. So we we live near there, uh, and sometimes things come into the house, uh, and you have a very fight or flight reaction to them. Mostly fight slash flight. That's true. Yes, we've talked about this before. I do. I do get shocked, but then I put my fists up. Yeah, and I'm ready to go, mm. but uh, I'm but still you- like a terrified. Like if I st- if there was someone there, I'll swing punches them. I'd be like, oh my god! <laughs> I would be like, come on! Mm. But uh, I wanted to uh, run through a couple of different creatures and see what your reaction would be: fight or flight. That's your only responses okay. uh, to which animals could come into the house and how you'd react. Sure, we'll start small. Cockroach. Cockroach is. I don't like cockroaches. I think they're quite disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I know they're like covered in germs. There's something about cockroach when you step on it and it does the crunch. Like, oh, yeah. I hate that noise. So I'm more like, Ugh. so I guess I wouldn't like, I'm not going to fight. I don't want to touch a cockroach. So I'm going to avoid it. So I guess flight. Flight. All right. Take a step. Take Excellent. a step away. Fair enough. Yep. All right. Next one. We'll go okay. one up. Uh, uh, huntsman spider. Huntsman spider depends on what mood I'm in. Okay. If uh, if I'm in a little wussy mood, then I'm going to run away because I don't <laughs> like spiders in general. But there have been moments in my life where I see a spider and I'm in a shitty mood. I'm like, bring it, motherfucker. Aww. And I'll like come after it. You're very much like, we got to save the spider. And you try and catch them with cups. And I'm like, just kill it. Just kill it. You're like, but the the uh, ecosystem. You, you bang on about the ecosystem. Yeah, what I'm about like, the ecosystem? Who cares? Kill it. Kill. Kill. And this is how pandemics happen. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> it's true. The lack of huntsmen cause corona. The destruction <laughs> of the Earth's ecology leads to widespread. Well, good. Pandemics. I'll take on a flu <laughs> if there's no more huntsmen. So there's fight and flight. All right, next one up, cane toad. Cane toad. I hate cane toads mm-hmm. with... Uh, with more, I don't. I'm not scared of cane toads, but uh-huh. I don't like them. So I guess if one hopped towards me, I'd run away. But <laughs> if one was just facing his back to me, and I'd just walk past or whatever. But I'd be cautious. I'd be like, oh, okay, okay, cool. What about uh, a hawk? A hawk. A hawk flew in. <laughs> a hawk flew in. There. How angry and is it, this hawk? Well, it's now it's perched on the couch and it's looking at you. Wait. So what am I doing? Am I just? So if we're, say we're podcasting right now yeah. and a hawk flew in and went and just landed on our couch and yep. was staring at me. Well, I'd probably finish the podcast. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. No, no, no. I mean like then. Like, oh, like, okay. All right, we got to cut. <laughs> it would be like, all right, let's keep it rolling. And hawk, I'd say, what do you I, think? I'd say famous podcasting line. I got a hawk situation. <laughs> and I'd hear thing. Well, hawks are quite aggressive. Uh-huh. So hawks eat rodents and I'm pretty sure they kill like small marsupials and stuff at yep. night. So they can do quite a damage. So if a hawk came out like, 
like whatever. Yeah, I'm running, man. I'm not gonna run in flight. All right. And I'm sure there's something about the hawk that if I swung at a hawk and punched into the wall, there'd be anti-animal cruelty people at the door next <laughs> next minute being like, "You punched a hawk." I'm like, "Yeah, but what about my face?" They're like, "But that hawk lays golden eggs, you son of a bitch." Well, I mean, they are protected on the. There the you go. So they're protected. Eggs. So I, I have to run away, or I get in trouble either way. My face ripped off. If I fight it, then I go to some sort of social social justice comes after me, and I don't want that. All right, so flight, uh, possum. Possum? Well, we've got a possum. But he never comes inside. Yeah. Well, well what would you do if one came inside? I'm pretty sure I'd probably go, yeah, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> so uh, kind of like a, a verbal uh, fight. Chase it. Chase, you chase yeah. it. The fight, all right. But possums, are, I wouldn't say possums are scary at all, but if they saw me as a tree, anytime yeah. I'm like around a possum, I like, don't look like a tree. Yep. So it doesn't want to climb me because they climb so well. And I don't think they're <laughs> aggressive though. But oh, if you ran at me, I've been bitten by a possum before. I've been bitten by a possum before but he thought I was giving him like some food and he uh. overreached my hand and bit my finger as he was oh. taking the food so it wasn't like an aggressive bite he just went oh, okay sorry I was uh, when I was a child I was bitten uh, multiple times on the toe by an angry possum and then I told mum and dad so we were camping down in Tasmania and they're like what are you talking about you fools don't don't lie child I'm like but the possums keep biting my toe and then mum went off to do some washing and I got attacked by a possum as well oh, wow <laughs> <laughs> Damn. See where we found it like on top of the uh, washing machine. <laughs> yeah, my, my best friend, he had a dog growing up called Billy and Billy liked everyone except for me for some reason. <laughs> and everyone like everyone's like, Billy's such a lovely guy. And then they leave the room with me and Billy and Billy would be like, Argh. and I'd be like, ah, he's evil. Aww. And they'd be like, Billy's lovely. And like they'd be patting Billy like, what are you talking about, Chris? Look how lovely. He'd be like, oh, I'm Billy. Ooh. And then they'd all leave the room and he'd be like, Argh. I'm like, why? What have I done? I did nothing to you. Cool, so that's a uh, fight. Yeah, we'll, we'll do one more. Uh, sure. A bat. A bat. We've got plenty oh, of bats around. Away. Yeah, bats. Run away. Mainly not because bats are scary, but I think they're covered in disgusting diseases. <laughs> and, but not the, and not those kind of diseases where you're like, oh, I got a cold or, oh, I got gastro from the bat. It's kind of like you got rabies or you got some sort of... Lysivirus? Yeah, some sort of weird exotic flu mm. from like from the bat, which is just insane. And I'm like, <laughs> so they just carry the craziest diseases. There was so th- this is why I don't trust exotic animals. Well, it's not exotic; they're they're around. No, but they, you know, you ones know that I mean? aren't cats. They or dogs? carry exotic diseases and stuff like that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like these diseases which aren't really known to us. There's lysivirus. They have rabies. You know, rabies isn't big in America, but bats do carry rabies. I work at Ipswich Hospital. We once had a lady come to the hospital yeah. from. I- uh, from Brisbane Airport, she collapsed in the airport. <laughs> For some reason, she got in the ambulance and went out to Ipswich. Ipswich. That's I don't great. know what health well, insurance. That's at least an hour trip from the airport. I know. I don't know what health there insurance multiple... she has gotten, but that's where she ended up in Ipswich Hospital, and she was unconscious. She's on life support for like five days. They couldn't work out what's wrong with her. Her daughter was with her the whole time. They're like, "What's going on? Where'd you come from?" They're like, "We just came from Bali." And like, "Has anything weird? Has she eaten anything weird? Have you done anything weird?" She's like, "No. What are you talking about? That's weird." And they're like, "We don't know what's wrong with you." <laughs> Your mom, this is in this is insane. Anyway, on day five, she's like circling the drain, like seriously, like like a day from dying. Mm. And the daughter just went like just out of the blue, like she wasn't even talking. The doctors were like around the the mum's bed, like just went, wow, they don't know what's going on. What should we do? And the daughter just went, oh, excuse me, um, do you think the monkey that bit my mom had anything to do with this? And they're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it has everything to do with this. The monkey. 
are you kidding? And she's like, yeah. But they're like, why didn't you tell us that a fucking monkey bit your mom? And she's like, I didn't think it was that important. They're like, are you insane? <laughs> Apparently, they went out to like some sort of uh, reserve where there's monkeys mm. like the day before they left Bali or the afternoon or something before they left. And leaving the reserve, a monkey just swung down off a tree bitter and then just <laughs> ran up the tree. And they're like, oh, that's weird. And that kind of hurt. But in the taxi on the way to like the hotel or the airport, yeah. they were telling a taxi driver, they're like, oh, I got bit by a monkey. Should I see a doctor about it? And the taxi driver just went, ah, monkeys in, Brazil, uh, in Bali don't have any diseases. And they went, okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> they took the medical advice off a taxi driver. You know, those medical experts <laughs> that take you from A to B. Insane. She nearly died. Yeah. Well, but what's that got to do with a bat? Because they carry the same sort of diseases I have here. I imagine. That's why I brought it up. Well, wonderful. Anyway, uh, uh, so yeah, I would run from a bat. Run for that. That's fair. Do you um, know who's not running from a bat? Me. Sam 1 and Sam, Sam 2 too. from Moon. Me. This is minute 65. If anyone was interested, I would let all those animals live in the house. Well, then I'm moving in out. In perfect harmony. <laughs> I'm moving out and you're going to be a very sick person. All right. <laughs> so not much. The reason we had such a long intro is because not much happened uh, to, <laughs> to in this minute. No. Seriously, we thought, well, my prediction to come true, I said that Sam 1 was grabbing some sort of bottle mm-hmm. and he's next to cause he's going to shut it all down. But that didn't happen. No, and neither did mine where I thought he's going to pull the power and all the clones didn't happen. So what happened was Sam 1 ran to his power, like his, you know, where he the works. control panel. His control place. And he grabbed a bag mm. and he's climbing down the ladder and there was Gertie behind him. You could see the, how they <laughs> shot her. The Gertie was like standing behind him. And I did have the thought. Uh-huh. I did have the thought that Gertie's going to clonk him see? on the... Even, you got me last no, but they, time. They did this suspense thing. I'm like, oh, why would they shoot like that? I just thought he was going to clonk him in the back of the head. I'm like, oh, fuck, Gertie. And Sam got off the ladder. And I knew they were setting it up for like a jump scare for Sam, not for the audience. Mm. And he was like, can I help you, Sam? And Sam went, oh. <laughs> right, a bit, oh. And he went, no, Gertie. And he's like, uh, I can do this myself. And he walked away. And I thought Gertie, like all these arms were going to come out of nowhere and be like, oh, See? son of a bitch, you're going to shut down the clone program. That, that's what I thought. Did you think that? No, but I. this was what I thought when he was helping with the party. Password, I got a surprise from the arm, and then you ragged on me for so long. You're like, Oh, we, what are you talking about? Gertie's good, and now you're like, Gertie's good, and go like, rip him apart. All right, well, even the most perfect humans can have their mess up <laughs> moment. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. Mm. What happened is Sam one walked away, he's walked down a hallway, Sam two appeared in another yep. hallway, and then Sam one stopped and turned around and said, Gertie, you're programmed to like, you know, obviously everything you're helping me and uh, me with, mm. you're like programmed to do the opposite. Yeah. You're not meant to tell us we're clones and stuff. Why'd you help me with the password to open the Sam logs? Mm. And and Gertie just went, helping you is my uh, programming. You know, oh. it is my goal. And, and they sort of stood there for a little bit. Yeah. And then it cut. And then it cut, <laughs> which I thought we'd go back to the clone room. No. But we ended up, I think, I assume Sam 1 or Sam 2 or both mm. are in a rover and we saw the rover going across the moon surface. Yeah. And, and we they heard were, the they were voice, looking for uh, long range comms again. The, they heard the voice go, leaving Serang working perimeter, That's searching right. for long range comms. So mm-hmm. they're, I reckon they're off to the uh, jammer. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. they're going to break it. I think they're going to blow it up. Ooh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think they're going to blow it up. We don't know what's in his bag, but we'll find out. I have no idea. Out. I hope a spanner that can do all sorts of stuff. Can you imagine <laughs> if one spanner can destroy the whole thing? They're well, like, wow, who built this? <laughs> some the people... same company that ordered 1,000 clones for <laughs> one, three, one clone for three years. If you only use one type of bolt, then it's easy <laughs> to build. It's cheap. Yeah, this one bolt comes with 10,000 clones. <laughs> Super cheap. Oh, I must buy. It's crazy. But that's where the minute finished. It was very pretty uh, shots of the moon oh, again. so gorgeous. We haven't had that uh, for a while. But yeah, we just saw, so at the end of the minute, we were just watching the rover go over the surface of the moon. Mm. And then we heard the, the lady's voice saying, uh, searching for long range comms a couple of times. And that was the end of the minute. Does it? What did you rate it? Um, I liked it. Uh, I'm going to give it a, I liked the reveal about Gertie's programming. So I'm going to give it, again, another 48. Yeah, I like that too. I'm going to give it a 52. Ooh, Ooh, 52? That's right. Do you have a prediction for the next minute? Oh, jeez. I'm going to say they're going to go to the jammer. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's about all I got. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to say they go to the jammer and then wild card part, I'm going to say that uh, Sam one goes, I must return to my home planet and then just disintegrate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, that's not going to happen, but I, I just don't know Imagine what if he's do. like, I must return to my dimension and like there's some time <laughs> when he's like, bye. And you're like, whoa, they were clones from another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck happened there? <laughs> My prediction is they're going to go drive past the jammer. Mm-hmm. So I reckon oh, if they drive the past the jammer, maybe they're out of the jamming s- signal. Yep. And then they can communicate long-range cons. And everyone thinks, uh, well, I think everyone's going to tr- see if they're going to communicate with the company. Uh-uh. I reckon they're going to communicate with CNN and break mm. open this whole story about cloning on the moon. And you know who the journalist is? Kath. Kath? Oh, Kath. And they're like, we're on to you, Sam. Like, no, (laughs) Kath, why? The boss, CNN, owns Lunar Industries. Well, we got two predictions now. Imagine if they set this movie up where Fox breaks open the the news and Fox is like, we solved it. Bad for cloning. You're like, damn it, Fox. You're an evil company, but now you're doing good. What? You're so confusing. How unusual. Yeah, I know. Anyway, we got two predictions. We got two predictions, so we'll find out which one comes true in the next minute. minute. 66. 666. Give us a rating and a like uh, and a review. On all the streams, any help is help. <laughs> you got that right. Any help is help. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. A hawk? <laughs> we got to stop. Bye. Bye. Binge Minute is produced by Brisbane comedians Chris Martin and Taylor Edwards. You can follow us on Instagram at Chris Martin and at Taylor Edwards Comedian or on Facebook at Chris Martin Comedian and Taylor Edwards. Get in touch with us at bingeminute at gmail.com with any questions, comments about the podcast or suggestions about what we should watch next. If you've been enjoying Binge Minute, help us out by giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. We'll We'll be be back back soon with with more Binge Minute. Minute. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.